What is up, dude? Study it. Happy Tuesday, everyone. October 4th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 427 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. Anyway, your Pittsburgh Steelers are one and three, heading into a game against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo that is going to be a monumental task for them to overcome. They are 14-point underdogs. Nobody is giving them a chance, rightly so, with the way they perform. But the catalyst is in there. Yesterday, it was reported that Kenny Pickett is going to be named the starter moving forward. So the Steelers needed some hope. They needed a wild card, somebody who presented the possibility to change things for the better. That person is Kenny Pickett. And now we just have to monitor and see how things transpire moving forward. We're going to get into all of that here today, but before I do, just want to, again, express my gratitude to Yins for being supporters of The Still Study. It truly does mean the world to me. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Jim and I recorded yesterday. He had some interesting thoughts on Kenny Pickett as QB1 for your Pittsburgh Steelers. It is linked in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. And don't forget about that donut button, the donate button. If you enjoy what I do, remember this is a free site. If you want to buy me a cup of coffee or a beer, you can click on that button and donate any amount that you'd like. You know that I would appreciate it. It's beautiful, beautiful study. Anyway, let's talk about it. So Ian Rappaport is reporting that Kenny Pickett is going to be named the starter probably today in Mike Tomlin's press conference. It is a Tomlin Tuesday, and he will be the man moving forward. And like I said yesterday, this season, in order for them to turn things around to make the playoffs, it is going to take a Herculean effort. Are they up for that task? The logic and evidence right now screams no, especially with their stretch of the next four games. But There should be optimism because it looks like Kenny Pickett very much has all the tools needed and necessary to be a franchise quarterback for this team. And how much fun is it going to be watching Kenny Pickett in his first year playing, growing, developing, making big plays, uniting this fan base, bringing the team together? And if Sunday was any indication of what he is capable of, It's pretty exciting. Think about it. He brought energy. He brought a spark. He brought life. He brought enthusiasm to that group. And they moved the football. They scored touchdowns. And if it wasn't for some just bad plays by, well, let's be honest, Chase Claypool, the the ball to Freyermuth, questionable. But if it wasn't for a few of those plays, You know, we're probably talking about a win, Kenny Pickett's first win. But remember Ben Roethlisberger's first game when he came in for Tommy Maddox against Baltimore. They did lose that contest. Roethlisberger did throw two interceptions. So, again, a lot of people will look at that stat line and without having watched the game will think, ah, well, Kenny Pickett didn't do a great job. Well, 
there are three other quarterbacks who threw three interceptions in their first contest. You want to know who they are? Peyton Manning, Matt Stafford, and I forget the third one. I want to say it was Andrew Luck, but that's pretty good company. Now, not saying that Kenny's career is going to follow that type of trajectory, but those three interceptions, you can't be too critical of them because, again, he was trying to make a play down the field. One bounced off Claypool's hands. The other was the Hail Mary. And then the, the most questionable one was the throw to Freyermuth that was too high, bounced off his hands and into the hands of a Jets defender. So what can we expect from Kenny Pickett as the starter? Well, one thing that jumped out when you looked at the stat line is you see that he had nine-plus yards per attempt, which is well above what Mitch Trubisky was putting out there on the field. I think he was at a little over five yards. So he's showing a willingness to throw the football down the field. And the other thing, too, if you haven't had a chance to rewatch the game film, go back and watch that Hail Mary throw from Pickett. He throws it 64 air yards. So there were some questions about his arm strength. The dude launched that ball, and he could have threw it further if he needed to. So he's got the arm strength. He's got a gun. And, again, he's showing that he has the willingness, the courage, the fearlessness to attack down the field if needed. He demonstrated that in his first game action against the Jets. So I would assume that is going to continue in this game against the Buffalo Bills. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is George Pickens got involved in the offense, as did Pat Freyermuth. So maybe that's an indication of the two receivers that Pickett is going to target. Maybe those will be his two favorite receivers. But Pat Freyermuth may may be the most consistent receiver so far through four games. Now, he had some drops and miscues in that New England contest, but Really, overall, if you look at the games he's put together, he's been very solid. So he could be a primary target for Pickett moving forward. I would keep an eye on that rapport that develops there. And Pickens, knowing the athleticism, speed, the ability to make combat catches, I wouldn't be surprised if Pickett really tries to create opportunities for Pickens as well. Now, Chase Claypool. I'm sure that Pickett's still going to give him opportunities, but if he's not catching the football, why would he go there? Or the same with Deontay Johnson. He's been less than inspiring this season. Sure, he's had some highlight reel catches, but those are overshadowed by the inconsistency that he's put up so far. But the one element that Pickett is going to add to this offense that was absent through the first four games, it's the threat of the down the field shot the deep ball which may open a bit the running game and you know they abandoned the running game in the fourth quarter really the entire second half against the Jets we need to see more of a commitment to the running game against the Bills the Bills are going to be a tough tough out I mean the Steelers are 14 point underdogs in this contest for a reason and In order for them to win, they are going to have to play easily the best football of this year, which is understandable. And can they do it? Yes. Will they do it? We don't know. 
but there's going to be a lot of pressure put on that defense by Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and that offense because they are legit. Defensively, they put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, so I would expect a lot of quick throws from Pickett trying to get a lot of work in the running game, get that running game going to keep them on their heels and then pick spots to take the shots down the field. That's probably going to be the approach from this offense. But again, if there's going to be any player on this team who is a catalyst, I keep using that word catalyst because that's what Pickett is, a player who can turn the season around or give them a chance or hope in games, it's Kenny Pickett. So now it's just a matter of what is he going to be able to do and put out there on the field? Does he put a string of high-quality performances together? Does he lead the team to a win against the Bills? Imagine that if he comes out and plays a solid game and leads his team to victory. Imagine the narratives are going to be around that. And... If that does happen, there's no time to sit and admire the win because the following week, oh yeah, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are coming to town. And then, oh yeah, the following week, you're going into Miami, a an improved Miami team to battle them Sunday night. And then, oh yeah, the week after that, you're going to the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles where you play poorly historically. So, again... We all should feel a renewed sense of enthusiasm, optimism, hope for what is ahead for the Steelers team because of Kenny Pickett. If he is the franchise guy, your next 10 years of Steelers football look beautiful. So keep that in mind. Don't forget that. Have coverage of Tomlin Tuesday on tomorrow's show along with other nuggets and notes. So be on the lookout for that. New edition of the Steelers Study Notes coming your way soon. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 427. My gratitude to Yins. Yins, beautiful, beautiful studyings. Have a phenomenal week. I don't know about your neck of the woods, but it has rained for five straight days here. And it's supposed to rain again all day today, all day tomorrow. And just remember this, it can get dark, but you know what? It will get light again. And that not only applies to the Steeler season, but it applies to life. So keep plugging, keep pressing forward, keep charging towards your goals, be driven, get after it, and let's make this week phenomenal. Hope you have a fantastic day. Love yins, guys. You can hit me up one of three ways, comment directly on the articles email me at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Let's make it happen. But until the next time, remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a fierce, phenomenal, terrific, prosperous Tuesday. That's all I got. Peace.